It's Optimism Wednesday. I love Optimism Wednesday. We're going to talk about reasons to feel real good about the Indianapolis Colts, and that will be led by Anthony Richardson, who through one week has been really pretty damn good, and you can see the ceilings. So we're going to talk about that. We'll also talk about other reasons, including the cornerbacks. And that's kind of weird because that appears to be a weakness for this team given the relative health and Stephon Gilmore, Isaiah Rogers no longer being with the team. We'll talk about Shane Steichen a little bit. This has been a good week of camp. There have been some like tweaks and some pulls, uh, some hamstrings, little this, little that, Anthony Richardson getting his nose fixed, all that stuff. But overall, like you look at the Colts and you say, all right, you get the Jonathan Taylor situation kind of managed and you feel pretty good about the Colts. We'll talk about Jonathan Taylor. People accusing me of changing my position on Jonathan Taylor, and I'm not. I'll explain that, too. First, oh, and the Cubs, they uh, they made a deal at the deadline that helped them yesterday in a short-term score. A ton of runs against the Cincinnati Reds in, in a win. But, look, we know, you know, you've entered, most of you, a lot of you, a contest to win an Anthony Richardson uh, Indiana Knights jersey. This is the alternate jersey with the stripe down the side and the black trim around the numbers. Very, very cool looking if you're into that kind of thing. We're giving one away. As soon as they ship, it's going to show up in the prize egg, the gold prize egg. Does it show up today? We open up the egg. The egg is empty. It has not arrived. It's going to hopefully come sometime this month. We don't know when. My wife has instructions to go get it and bring it in and then put it in the prize egg. So even I am surprised when it shows up. All you have to do to enter is subscribe to this channel, Kent Sterling. Subscribe to Two Big Brains. We should have a new Two Big Brains tomorrow. And then DM me somehow uh, on social media. So I got a way if you win to uh, get your address and send this to you. All right? Because as soon as I get it, it goes in the envelope. I address the envelope off it goes to your door if you're the winner. This Breakfast with Kent, we're brought to you by the great people at Johnson's Plumbing. Jared Johnson's the best. Give him a call, 765-610-8809. And uh, you know what? Like this video. If you're watching, like it. It's polite. We'll have some videos later today, interviews with EJ Speed, uh, with Matt Gay, the kicker, Rigoberto Sanchez, the punter. It's a day off for the Colts, but we're still churning out the content. It's what we do. You want to make a donation? Make a donation. I appreciate it. It's, it's very nice of you. It is unnecessary, but it's very nice of you. Let's talk about the Indianapolis Colts and the many reasons. I got a bunch of them. Reasons for optimism after watching a week of camp and, and this team go to work. Number one's Anthony Richardson because he is capable of hitting an exceptionally high ceiling. And look, this is the way you evaluate rookie quarterbacks. You don't evaluate the bad plays. You evaluate how spectacular the good plays are, knowing that over time, those bad plays are going to be removed from the equation mostly. What's going to determine whether Anthony Richardson is a success or a failure in the NFL are the number of really, really good plays and his ability over time to eliminate the bad. Don't worry about the bad right now. Local media making the mistake of concentrating on the bad. They need to concentrate 
on what is really, really special about this guy. And what's special is when he's right, he throws it right where it needs to be with pace. And the other two guys do not. Gardner Minshew and Sam Ellinger do not throw with pace. A 15-yard out, forget about it. There's almost no chance, unless the receiver's got like two steps of clearance, for that ball to get there on time and on target. And, and away from the hands of defensive backs. Defensive backs are just too good. Underneath, Minshew can operate a little bit. Over the top, no chance whatsoever to do it at the level of Anthony Richardson. And moving with his feet, my God. Like, you've never seen a quarterback move like this. And the difference, one of the differences, and there are plenty. Like, I'm not going to compare Anthony Richardson and Andrew Luck. But Andrew Luck was not elusive. He had pretty good straight line speed, and he could run through guys. Anthony Richardson, we found out yesterday talking to him, is weighing in at between 248 and 252. He can run a 4440. He is not just fast, not just big, but he's elusive. For a 250-pound guy, he's kind of soft-footed, and he, he's elusive. He puts his foot in the ground. He can move in another direction very, very quickly, and when he's in the pocket, he's very fluid. I love the like the toolbox of Anthony Richardson is exactly as advertised, spectacular in its ceiling. And that's what we got to look at this year. That's what we did with Peyton Manning in 1999. We looked at the good and said, my God, if he can eliminate some of these picks, he's one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. He was the very next year when the Colts went 13-3 and instead of 3-13, and which is what they did his rookie year. Shaquille Leonard, obviously much closer to uh, what he was compared to his brief return last year. Some people are talking about how he doesn't look great. Well, he, he doesn't look great compared to 2018 Shaquille Leonard, but right now he looks so much better than he did last year. I'm very optimistic he's going to be able to play this year and at a much higher level than he did last year. Uh, the Colts waived Caden Smith yesterday, reducing tight ends on the roster to six. I felt really good about this yesterday because they were. it looked like they were kind of winnowing the herd. They had, when day began yesterday, they had seven tight ends, all capable of playing at the NFL level. They got to figure out who their starter is, who their backup is, who the three-headed monster is that they're going to deploy at tight end. And maybe they'll, they'll practice squad somebody, but no reason to carry uh, more than four tight ends, certainly. Uh, but you've got uh, Granson, Ogletree, Ollie Cox, Brown, Mallory, and Woods. Mallory's looked pretty good, and Anthony Richardson likes Will Mallory. Uh, but then they went out and assigned uh, LaMichael Petway, who played in the USFL, played in college at Iowa State and Arkansas. I don't know. What are you going to do? Man, they grind at putting together the back end of that roster. Do they not? I mean, Chris Ballard is constantly turning over rocks. like He's like the old man on the beach trying to find a nickel, right? I mean, <laughs> how's your morning? Great. I found 12 cents, you know, with a metal detector. I found a Pop-Top. Pop-Tops haven't been around in 35 years. It's a great day. You know, that, that's kind of Chris Ballard. He's not looking for treasure. He's looking for pocket change. And he found some yesterday. Uh, Josh Downs. He's making people go, ooh. When he catches a ball and, and he cuts, and it, 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 not like a harsh cut, 
but kind of a rolling cut, kind of turns it upfield, he gets to max speed really, really quick. Really productive at UNC. Had 195 catches, 2,364 yards, and 19 touchdowns over the last two seasons, being the guy at UNC. So teams like Clemson, Wake Forest, teams with, with a relatively, and Wake Forest has been pretty good, right? I'm not wrong in that. Teams are selling out to try to stop this cat against Clemson at the end of last year's regular season. He had 10 catches. It is really hard to keep him from getting open and catching a football and turning it up and doing something with it. I like Josh Downs a lot. Good pick. Value pick in the third round. Uh, really good pair of feet. Rigoberto Sanchez and Matt Gay. We talked about them a little bit earlier. They're both going to, uh, they're in videos that will be released today on this channel. And uh, both, like Rigoberto Sanchez, uh, just around the top five punter, you know, that the Colts need. Change field position, dictate field position. And then Matt Gay is a guy who is exceptionally accurate and really happy to be back in Indianapolis. He loves the Midwest. Accurate kicker, distance kicker. Matt Gay does it all. They are, you know, you put them together and, and there is good a duo of feet on special teams does anybody have a better uh, pair of uh, of feet on their special teams than these guys? I don't think so. Uh, Jane Steichen, Shane Steichen is detailed, demanding, and quick with the media. I like quick guys with the media. You got an answer, say the answer, let's move on. He doesn't waste time. He doesn't give you three paragraphs of nonsense in order to answer a question and make media guys look at each other and say, did, did he even talk about what was asked? That doesn't happen with Shane Steichen. Not to mention any names, but there have been a couple of guys, the previous two guys, kind of big into that. They, they enjoyed that kind of thing. Uh, Darnell Baker and Dallas Flowers. As the bookend outside corners, not bad. Daryl uh, Baker did a really nice job yesterday. Alec Pierce gets separation at the line. He breaks separation as he's... he's uh, going up against Baker in press coverage. Baker, fast enough to close the difference, the distance to the point where Pierce had to kind of get his arm up because he got his arm up and tried to create separation that way. Ball flew over his head. Good throw by Richardson. If, if not for the speed of Baker catching the previously open Pierce, that ball's caught and Pierce is gone. I like that. I was like, ooh. Ran up to Rick Venturi and said, oh, coach. Rick Venturi said, he's pretty good. He's fast. Um, the one-on-one -on -one drill yesterday with the offensive linemen and defensive linemen, Quentin Nelson and Ryan Kelly looked really good. Like, they, they don't have to earn their jobs yesterday. Yeah, we got like, now we got what, 39 days, 38 days until the opener, Right. Those guys, Ryan Kelly's going to be the starting center. Quentin Nelson's going to be the starting left guard. There's no chance they're not, but they were working yesterday at a level that was really, really good, really impressive in the one-on-one -on -one drills against starting level defensive tackles. So I liked it. And uh, with Nelson against an end. Michael Pittman appears healthy, made a nice play yesterday, went to the ground, got knocked to the ground, got right back up. He's okay. I like that. Jim Ursay 
is a mercurial owner. Here's the thing with Jonathan Taylor. This can pivot in a minute because there's no like board of directors that need to approve a damn thing. This Jim Ursay. If Jim Ursay changes his mind, the whole Jonathan Taylor thing pivots, and all of a sudden Jonathan Taylor's on the field. Or Jonathan Taylor says, hey, man, I got to get out there and play football and make my $4.3 million. I'm not going to look my, down my nose at 4.3. Here's the way my decision-making, my thought process has not changed regarding Jonathan Taylor. If you're the Colts, what I've said is that you need to franchise tag Jonathan Taylor. If Jonathan, that's next year, 4.3 this year, in the last year of his rookie contract, about 11 next year, 13 the next year, in 25. All right, you want to give those amounts in a lump, in an extension. You want to guarantee him, you want to pay him more than 4.3 this year. That's okay. They got 19 million under the cap. They want to give him another six this year to plus him up to 10. And then next year, guarantee him 11. And the next year, guarantee him 13. I'm cool with that. I'm good. You want to give him 30 guaranteed to get him through 25? That's okay. To me, that's the same thing as franchising him the next two years. It's the same amount of money. You want Jonathan Taylor, let's go. And, and Colts, make Jonathan Taylor available to answer some questions. He needs to talk, and he needs to take control of his narrative. Uh, no one's seriously hurt so far. Soft tissue injuries abound. A lot of hamstrings. They got to heal. But that's okay. Uh, I'm not worried about that. And then Heimer Candelario, acquired by the Cubs. Candelario, three for three last night in beating the Reds 20 to 9. So the Cubs, they get some immediate help from their former guy, Heimer Candelario, who played for them in 16 and 17 before being traded. Getting him, that's a pretty decent bat. Batting in the 250s, 16 home runs this year, 53 RBIs uh, this year. Getting him to come in and play first base is going to make that offense just a little bit more potent. Right now, the Cubs, four games behind the Reds with two left in the series at Wrigley. Cubs need to win those two games, get this thing down to two, and all of a sudden that NL Central is an absolute fiesta of competition, right? Between the Reds, Brewers, and Cubs, let's go. Let's go to work and have a fun last eight weeks of the regular season. Let's celebrate some birthdays. Robin Bain Safali celebrating a birthday. Happy birthday to Robin. Happy birthday to the great Andy Means. And happy birthday to the great Tim Campbell. Let's go have a great day. Radio show coming up at 7.07. Uh, you know what? We will, you'll hear from EJ Speed today, Matt Gay, Rigoberto Sanchez today, and then this afternoon, Inside Indiana Sports Now, Breakfast with Kent Tech tomorrow, and we're back out to camp. It's a fantastic day. Entered to win that Anthony Richardson jersey. Let's go. I'm, I'm huge into today. Look, it's going to be beautiful outside. Let's, let's have a great day.